welcome to the A Show, ah, Austin Show. My name is VK. This is for April 5th, 2017. How's it been? Oh, I just got back from Austin. What a weekend. Actually, there's a lot happened this past weekend. With the uh, trip last week, I was in Austin, Texas for a business trip. Business. Had to take care of some stuff. Uh, and also, uh, there are a lot of sporting events, wrestling events that also happened, and also a lot of TV shows I had to catch. So, uh, this episode is a little bit of review everything. Everything that happened over the last week or so. So, let's get right to it. Um, the TV show-wise, I finally finished the show, The uh, Iron Fist, the latest Marvel TV installment on Netflix. Um, there are some mixed reviews. I know it got some weird Rotten Tomato reviews, like really bad from the critics, but then the people really loved it. I'll say it's a... It's a it's, I would give it a middle-of-the-road, thumbs-in-the-middle-ish, maybe low uh rating um i saw all 13 episodes in like three days span and i skipped through a lot of stuff i don't know maybe i'm getting old because uh my i i just want to see the main portions i i I did this with the sands of anarchy too um in the later seasons i really felt that it was a drag some of the dialogues are just fillers i really didn't care because uh well what what you must say the conclusion seemed very you know very predictable so i skipped through many dialogues and just like skipped through the action scenes or the key moments um same thing for iron fist uh given that i saw all three other series before with the daredevil jessica jones and luke cage uh, i think i talked about luke cage a little bit before and jessica jones the second time i watched it through uh the the formulaic way they put out the storyline over especially the first season with the origin um, the Act 1, Act 2, Act 3 over the thir- that spans over 13 episodes. I thought it was very redundant of what was done before. So the first few episodes, you know, you, you're introduced to the new character, the new superhero. And then in the Act 2, the middle parts of it, you know, the hero goes through the usual struggle. And then, you know, get through whatever social adjustment, which is a common theme for Marvel, it seems like. And then the doubters haters pretty much and then in the end overcoming your nemesis and then uh redeeming the hero value hero quality um so watching this and playing it out again for the fourth time and there's no special narrative that goes you know that fits danny Rand character the iron fist so for like daredevil's example hey he's whoa hang on a second i just heard a loud crash yeah, there was a big accident just just happened outside my building, so I had to go see the train wreck for a good ten minutes. Sorry. So um, yeah. So back to the Iron Fist and Danny Rand situation. Uh, by the way, in the accident, nobody got hurt. Uh, yeah, just bad stuff happened. So Danny Rand, does, if if this, you know, there's no social cause or anything that they're really addressing, like they did in Luke Cage, which was like the. Uh, minorities african-american relations with respect to society police relations jessica jones you know a strong female with a very traumatic memory you know and then daredevil's case he's the homegrown talent the blind man who wants to bring justice to hell's kitchen you know that kind of stuff i don't know what danny rand and iron fist really stands for other than uh i just want to take my dad's corporation back to where it was i just want to figure out what happened in my life so you know, because because of that, and then all the standards that all the the other Netflix series shows set, 
beforehand i think this was a letdown in that perspective so it, it became a drag just looking at this, this origin story quite a bit and then you know to be honest i think iron fish should be the strongest of all of them the defenders it just there is a teaser trailer that came out today it's gonna premiere on netflix on august 18th look at all the free promo that they're getting on this um but yeah i just didn't feel the character and i, I don't think i'm the only one feeling this so uh but you know if if you were to check it out and then if you didn't see the other three and you see this i think it would be a pretty decent um showing but given if you saw the previous three and then i think you gotta watch the previous three for have this to kind of make sense with all the characters like madame gao and the hand who showed up on daredevil um yeah so i'll leave it at that but it was it was uh it was a bit of a letdown but what what do you expect huh and then i hope they i know they're gonna have second seasons and all those punishers gonna come out uh after the defenders i i just hope they don't do the same formula of the act one two and three i just hope that like danny ran just like outran everybody i i just hope that there's that one dominating character from start to finish even luke cage in the part you know in the beginning he looked like a really strong character and then they found the weakness in him with some whatever special weapon so Anyways, uh, I'm still looking forward to the Defenders. Uh, I think it's going to be a strong all-star uh, cast of get-together of folks. Sigourney Weaver is going to be the villain. Um, but, yeah, I would check it out, but I wouldn't be surprised. You know, don't don't think that you're a bad fan or something if you skip through many things, okay? Uh, so there was that, all right. Um, and then this past weekend was also the WrestleMania weekend. Um, we... I subscribe to WWE Network finally, and I know we're we're gonna have a wrestling podcast soon, an episode wrestling edition. It seems like every podcast is a wrestling podcast at the moment, and they're really popular. Um, and I I'm a bit of a mark, uh, if you don't know that term, so I'm a bit of a geek about it. And Orlando looked pretty fun with all the festivities that happened with the WrestleCon and then a lot of independent shows that are there, Ring of Honor, What Culture, uh, CZW. And all the other ones, uh, I look pretty good, and uh, I I definitely want to check it out one day. It's become the uh, WrestleMania, if you don't know, is a Super Bowl for WWE uh, show. And uh, I actually watched the show with one fan, was Bushan. We went to the SmackDown show together about a couple months back, and our other coworker friend, who's not a wrestling fan at all, and then it was an interesting challenge where we <laughs> I had to we were drinking and. Also explaining what professional wrestling is, and she thought it was a real competition. It's like, yeah, semi-true, but it's stage, stage. You know that, right? It's like she didn't know. So I was like, okay. And then we started watching the second half of it, the last two hours of it, with the John Cena, Miz, and then the whole proposal at the end. When the proposal came, she said, yeah, I like wrestling now. And then we got to the Triple H Seth Rollins match, and it go like, yeah, this this is a drag. And then the Seth Rollins match, I'll be honest, it, it was a drag. But I will have a. Re- full review on that with our other good friend mark g if you're listening be ready uh we'll probably record this and release it next week i know there's gonna be a lot of wrestlemania reviews it's a long ass show it's a seven hour festivities just on a sunday i mean there was a pre-show that was like two hours and then the actual show was five hours believe it or not Uh, it's a little too long i mean even the tv shows are long every week but uh yeah but uh, just the show overall, it was a really good showing. It was a good event compared to last year, WrestleMania 32 in Dallas. And also, there wasn't a one particular match that I go like, wow, that's an awesome technical wrestling match. But then uh, it's a 
it, it had a, a lot of moments, like the Hardy Boys coming back, Taker retiring, um, and then, you know, Kurt Angle Hall of Fame moment, and all those, and uh, so on and so forth. So, there, it's a there are a lot of moments in this show that you could uh, you could not forget. So, uh, for that, thumbs up for this show. And then uh, we're gonna have a full review on this later. Oh, and then on uh, one challenge, I ask you, all of you, if you're a wrestling fan, to at to. A non-wrestling fan is explain to me the Undertaker. Yeah, think about that for a little bit, and then I I don't know how to I don't know where to begin, <laughs> but that was a question that somebody asked when I was chatting with a whole bunch of people on WhatsApp, like just talking about WrestleMania as we watch. So, uh, yeah. Oh, what else happened? Oh, the March Madness finally came to an end. My picks were just completely wrong, and I forgot to do the final four pick. How that was going to go, I picked the wrong team to go to the Final Four. I didn't know South Carolina was going to go to the Final Four. Well, that happened. And Gonzaga finally broke through and got to the Finals. And uh, in North Carolina, as I predicted, won it all. Although the game was pretty brutal to watch Monday night with all the foul troubles. And then just uh, North Carolina just missed many free throws and just terrible field goal percentage they have they've had all game which kept Gonzaga close but Gonzaga had a lot of foul troubles with those folks and then locally here obviously in the state of Washington there's a lot of excitement with Gonzaga finally going all the way although they couldn't finish it uh exciting times and I I feel like I felt like this was the uh, 2005 tournament where Illinois got to the finals with like one loss or two losses and then met North Carolina and Roy Williams won in the end and then it's like oh my god Illinois could have finally done this it didn't happen and you know what that's that was a team with darren williams and i i became a huge darren williams fan after this even more than chris paul yeah darren williams now got fat and chris paul is a perennial point guard but you know what i i've been a darren williams fan ever since illinois and then illinois got me into applying to illinois although i didn't get in actually basketball got me applying to all the american schools when i was in canada like syracuse because camarillo in 03 Connecticut, because that's a fucking basketball school at all times, and then uh, Illinois. So I was hugely influenced in my college application. So if anyone doubts that about the college athletics and the application, uh, you're listening to the one main example who applied to three schools that had a really good basketball program. So there is that. Uh, but the final game was really atrocious to watch. So I was like flipping mostly to Monday Night Raw, the Raw after Mania. Uh, which we're going to talk more about with our good friend Mark G. Okay, so um, there's that. Ooh, uh, other stuff. This is this is actually a review everything show. So I just, what did I review? I reviewed Iron Fist, WrestleMania a little bit, and then the uh, March Madness Finals. Another thing I wanted to review before I talk about the Austin was the iPhone. Uh, I broke my iPhone. It cracked. And then uh, how did it happen? Did I drop it? Nah. I put it in my back pocket. Then you go, why would you put it in your back pocket? Well, like, well, because a lot of people put it in the back pockets. I generally don't put the phones in the back pocket, but it wasn't my primary phone for the moment. And then I put it in the back. And then are you wearing really tight European jeans? No, I wasn't wearing tight jeans. And I just sat and then I got up and then I took it out and it worked today. And then it was cracked on the top. And I was like, what the hell? Like, how fragile is this thing? So I was a little pissed. I mean, I got to repair pretty fast, although I don't have Apple Care, so I had to pay it out of my pocket. But you know what? I'll pay for the service. So, but um, the fact that it, it was, it's pretty brittle, you know, it just pissed me off. So I was like, hey, come on, man. So iPhone 7, after going through iPhone 6 and 6S design, 
pretty much maintained it. Come on, it's time for change, Apple. And then I'm sure the change will happen with the OLED and curved display. Not a curved display. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There are a lot of fake news out there uh, about iPhone X or iPhone 8, whatever you want to call it. The anniversary edition, the 10-year anniversary edition. So it's going to be a big one. So I hope they get the nice Corning Gorilla Glass and then a nice OLED display. And it's you know it's it's it should be freaking life proof uh so uh yeah there's that so uh how the finally the trip review of the week austin texas how was austin well uh, so this is the third time i visited austin in my life uh third business trip that i got to go to it seems like an annual trip that i'm doing although i don't know how long i'm gonna be doing the annual uh, austin trip anymore so more on that later in the future episodes Austin was surprisingly hot. Like I mentioned uh, a couple weeks ago, it was going to be 88 degrees, and then it was 88 degrees, and then we got a lot of hail, and it was pretty warm down there. And I found out in the south, uh, even for WrestleMania for Orlando, it was pretty hot and steamy. Also, somebody was in Phoenix uh, a couple weeks ago, another friend. She said it was uh, 94 degrees or something, which was a record uh, for arizona in march so i i figured like yeah with the climate this winter's been really weird climate wise the climate change is real and then we're getting affected by it you know with all the precipitation and then the weird temperature the swinging temperature that we get so i think this is the uh just pretty much a side effect of it but anyways like yeah it was pretty hot down there and um i wanted to i i mentioned that i wanted to go to salt lakes but uh turns out they're only cash only and I was on a business trip, and I don't want to fork it out of my own pocket. And then you have to drive 35 minutes. It's like a 30 miles west, southwest of Austin. Uh, so it's a nice scenic drive, but I uh, didn't get to go. So, whoa, what about Franklin's? Well, Franklin's, uh, turns out, is like now world famous. So we had a Korean visitor who was visiting Austin with us. And then even he knew about Franklin's. And I was like, yeah, 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 I heard it. I heard it, which is a common thing that I heard it. I saw it that a lot of Korean people see just on a TV or blog or something. And then they go, ah, I saw that. And the Franklin's, it's so world famous. And then like, you got to go get that. And a lot of feedback that I've been getting about Franklin's is like, you know, locals don't go there. That's such a touristy spot. Yet at the same time, it seems like the Franklin's still has the best meat despite the wait. You got to wait in the line for like four or five hours starting at 5 a.m. And then everything goes by like three in the afternoon every day. So I was like, yeah, it's impossible. By the time we're done working, it's like 4 or 5 o'clock in the evening. And then we're like, yeah, yeah, we're not going to make it. We're done. We're, we're going to miss all the good parts. We're going to get all the rest of the fat and the junk. So we like, forget it. So I was, And then Salt Lake seems so far, and then it doesn't cover with a business trip expense. So I said, what the hell? I'll just try Salt Lake's next time and Franklin's next time when I'm free and then uh, have more time. So I was asking for some recommendations around, and the one place that we got was Lambert's. Now, Lambert's isn't exactly in the rankings of many people in Austin. If you go to Yelp or Google Maps review, but I didn't care. I mean, you're in Austin, Texas. You're you're there. You're in Central Texas. You're there for the Texas style barbecue. And then I, I assume that like the tenth best barbecue is still better than the third best here in the state of Washington or anywhere outside Texas, right? Well, it turns out that that. Uh, guess was true and Lambert's was really good I mean it's in, in it's in the heart of downtown where all the bars and the restaurants are on 2nd Avenue if I remember the street right uh, about 10 minute walk from the state capitol which is on the 9th and 
yeah, it was really good. Although it is pricey, uh, I felt like I was paying their rent <laughs> than the land a little bit. Uh, it's on the pricey side of things. It's really nice, and then a little uppity a little bit. Uh, but the barbecue was really good, and then the the Korean visitor that was with us at the time. Well, we it ended up being just two of us because there were four of us, but then two other guys were really tired, um, so they couldn't really come. So he said, "What what is so great about the barbecue? It's just barbecue. You just burn the meat, right?" Then I, I told him, like, I've had some good barbecues. I think, you know, really good barbecue isn't as fatty and greasy. If you get the brisket, it's just like, it's, it's juicy enough and not too dry and not too fatty that it's good. Unlike the Dick's barbecue where there's a lot of fat and then it feels like it's, it tastes so manufactured. It doesn't taste like there's a lot of effort went in to prepare the meat, uh, the pork, so... We got the we got the six ounce uh, pieces of three things. I I always measure the barbecue house by getting three items like a la carte, like little portions, brisket, ribs, and pulled pork. If you can master these three, especially the brick brisket, is a good place. But brisket's not pork. You know what? That's that's your measuring stick for me. So we. Brisket was really good. And then the, oh, also the sauce that the house provides. The house sauce, the house barbecue sauce. Spicy and regular. You know, try both and see how they taste. And uh, this place used a little bit of, uh, what's that sauce? There's a little bit of Cajun taste into it. Uh, with the uh, chipotle sauce, is that what they call it? So it just tastes like a zesty sauce from Burger King. Um, but, uh, wow, the meat quality was really good. It's not as fat. You maximize it. And then the ribs, it look very small, but uh, once you start eating, it's like, wow, it's very hearty. And also, I don't get the sides too much because I'm still watching out for the calories and diets and all. But, you know, since we had a guest, we decided to get the mashed potatoes and the mac and cheese just to just to go with it. So we had some, you know, we got to try the potato side dish. So we had three choices, mashed potatoes, potato salad, and then the fries, the truffle fries. And then we ended up picking the uh, mashed potatoes. And then the uh, mashed potatoes actually came with cheese. And I was a little overwhelmed. It's like, oh, well, we had mac and cheese, which is really cheese heavy. And we got the mashed potatoes with a heavy cheese. Wow, this is really southern style. No wonder people are fat down here. But um, it was really good. And then I, I, we couldn't finish it. And then I gave all the leftover to the visitors. Like, you know what? You maximize this experience. I can come back here at any time. But you you flew across the ocean to get this. And he was mesmerized by the food. Like, wow, this is what the real barbecue is. Now he knows what the barbecue is. And then I, I, after I tasted it, I go like, wow, if Lambert's is this good, how good is Franklin's? How good is Salt Lake's? So my bar just went up when it came comes to the barbecue. So, uh, you know, so... I, I'll definitely go back to Austin at some point, you know, next time probably in an entertainment because all the times that I've been here is on, on business trips. So, uh, yeah, I'll definitely check out the Salt Lakes and even Franklin's because everybody says they have the best meat uh, despite the long wait and then the wait is worth it. Um, so I, I've become a little barbecue obsessed lately. Uh, Phil's Barbecue in San Diego, that's definitely worth the wait. That's not Texas style. And then um, Kansas City, Kansas. The, the, there's a can. What are you doing, Kansas? Oh, Dorothy was there. Yeah, but she came home. And then uh, there's nothing else there. I'm not a Royals fan. Fuck the Royals. And then, like, you know, so get the... There's a Kansas City barbecue. There's nothing to do in the, uh, over there in the flat land. So you just cook the meat, serve everybody. So, all right. So Kansas City barbecue is another one I want to try. But um, I have no business going to Kansas 
so but uh i'll probably make some time to go and then i'll get that kansas city barbecue and then go to missouri the st louis and then i'll get those two mugs kansas city and st louis oh and i got the austin mug so the count is up to 31 and somebody got me the atlanta mug which i haven't picked up yet so that's gonna make the mug count up to 32 so how was the rest of austin so if you it's been a very busy month uh busy march in austin of course there's a famous south by southwest which traditionally is the art uh, you know fest with the creativity and then all that comes but lately it's become a bit of a tech and media hub event like a comic con you know because uh, you know there are a lot of tech people that's like yeah man creativity matters and uh we, we need some we need some experience we need we need we need some artists we need the we need the right user experience design so we need some inspiration austin's a great place to get that with you know the austin city limits live live music barbecue all the hippies down here yeah 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 all that stuff same as the burning man that's why they're like this is where you make a deal this is and then you know come down away from the usual barrier or new york weather and then you know just experience the southern hospitality and then uh yeah so uh, the plane tickets are hella expensive hotels are hella expensive too and then everywhere is clogged in generally and then also at the end of the south by southwest there's also the dell world golf championship tournament uh which is held in late march every year so there was that tournament but thankfully when we went last week it was after all those fiascos and human traffic so actually the downtown was hella empty also, I was like, this is Austin. And then, but when we got to the restaurant bar side, you just, we saw a crowd, but it's it's not at that level. And then the parking was pretty ample, so it was pretty good. Um, I'm glad that we went after all those festivities ended. And so we got to experience a little bit of Austin. Not too much live music, not too many events, but that's okay. Main thing was we're there on business and also to get the barbecue. It was really nice. And then the... The vibe is a little different too. I call Austin Portland times a thousand. And I saw a guy wearing keep Austin weird. And then I go, isn't that originally from Portland? And then I was like, why is Austin ripping off Portland? But then another guy told me that, well, actually Portland ripped it off of Austin. So Port Austin was always a weird one. Portland just copied it. And then, uh, it's it, of course, it's a state capital in Texas. But Central Texas is completely different from rest of Texas. You know, where you think of the... You know, the Second Amendment and then Rick Perry's and George W. Bush's and all those people, the rednecks. Well, they're not really rednecks. You can't call the Texans rednecks. That's more of the s southeast. So uh, there's that little bit of uh, southern beef there. Even among southern people, especially Texans, they're so arrogant, you know, against the Oklahomans and then the Alabamans and then the uh, Mississippi folks. They're like, y'all rednecks, y'all, 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 southern trash, y'all, y'all, whatever, trailer park people. <laughs> So, and then uh, especially in the south, you go to New Orleans and all these places, you that have that southern hospitality, oh, bless your heart, girl, you know, that that kind of vibe, you know, a little bit of a fuck you, but with a smile, but uh, it wasn't like that, Austin's a really nice place, it's really liberal, and uh, a lot of tech companies are there too, even compared to Seattle, there's a lot of tech companies that move there, especially from California, living costs is still cheaper, although prices have been going up a lot in Texas, uh, and then the visitor, who I was with, he said, yeah, he could, if he ever moved to U.S., and I was like, oh, wow, really? He wouldn't mind moving to Austin. Then I told him, I was like, yeah, there's no Korean food here. You got to go to Dallas if you want to go get Korean food, or Houston. There's bigger Asian population in those places than Austin, just to say. If you want, like, a really good 
college town, liberal, uh, artsy vibe, uh, with Shake Shack in and out, Whataburger, all in one city. Come to Austin. This is a place to go. Oh, by the way, speaking of the burgers, Austin, aside from Vegas, is the, uh, I, I realize if you look at Austin on the map, it's really in the dead center of America. It's literally in the middle between the west and then the east. So I thought Shake Shack, this was the westmost place that that's there. But apparently there's also one in Vegas too. And in and out this is the eastmost that it will come. That might still be true. But um, anyway, so every time I'm in Austin, I always try the Shake Shack and in and out Because these, this is the only place you can do it. Also, there's Whataburger because it's Texas. Um, so a little bit of a burger review. I what I will say what a burger patty is good by itself. It's not greasy, it tastes dry, but it's not dry if you just eat the patty itself. What's wrong with the Whataburger burger is with the mustard, it just feels weird and cheap and then it tastes like McDonald's bun. I wish I you should get it without the mustard. It the bun is big. It looks like a grand max size, the one third. But um, I mean, price is cheap, so for the value, it's all right. But in the surely in the burger experience ranking, it's not up there at all. I don't know what the fascination with what a burger is. Although the fries, I'll put it up there with In and Out. Uh, fries are really good. It's not as salty. They salted it lightly a little bit. In and Out, they don't salt it. They give you the salt packet, so you can salt it yourself. I generally don't like way salty fries wendy's um and mcdonald's a little bit and yeah shake shack i i like shake shack but i think they're way too expensive you feel the new york snobbery every time i walk into that place i mean the milkshake is good too i try that i don't get that anymore calories um you gotta get the mushroom burger yes that's vegetarian but nobody does a cheese melt mushroom Fry mushroom like uh, Shake Shack does. If you're going to pay for it, I would get that. I mean, their meat quality is good too. But for the price that you pay, my God, per person, you easily go get to like $15, $16 range. If you get the milkshake, you might get to the $20 level with the fries and all that because there's no combo. But the fries, I think Shake Shack has the best fries in the country out of all of them. in and out has the best value and the best experience still on top number one unanimous for but the fries i i mean their fries are really good too but what a burger in and out fries number two shake shack fries number one burger in and out still what a burger burger just a regular one i tried i i got some other sandwich too but i couldn't finish it it's not up there but oh compare that to five guys i still like but you know what compared to five guys what a burger burger is better so Here's my ranking. Here's my review. Burger wise, in and out. Number one. Uh, one after that, <laughs> Shake Shack. Mushroom burger. Then, McDonald's. Big Mac. That's right. I put that there. Not quarter pounder. Not the McDouble. Big Mac. Number three. Then, Whataburger. Then, Five Guys. Fry rankings. Shake Shack. Number one. Tied at number two, in and out and Whataburger. After that, McDonald's. McDonald's. Fr no, actually, no. Burger King. Burger King fries are better. I love the Burger King fries. Then the McDonald's. Then the Five Guys. I know. I just threw in the Burger King in there. Burger King burgers are so sad. It's the saddest, saddest sap of shit I've ever eaten recently.
So, yeah, there's the ranking of the fries. Milkshake, I don't know. I guess Shake Shack. I don't. I never tried the In-N-Out milkshake, and then I definitely never tried the McDonald's one. Whataburger, nah, it's not a milkshake place. Then I don't get the milkshake too much anymore. So, there's my ranking. Oh my god, I finally fit that all those reviews under. 30 minutes. I can't believe I just did that. So, um, yeah, that is a quick review of many things. Iron Fist, Netflix, series of Marvel, WrestleMania, Marsh Madness, uh, Austin Barbecue Places, Austin, and then the burgers and fries. Uh, that got in there as an import too or ad hoc, whatever you want to call it. So, uh, that's the show for this week. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you haven't... If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe on the iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, all those. AA Show with a thumbs up. It looks like a Bullet Club logo. And I'm on Twitter, What AA Show. That's the handle, What AA Show. And the email, if you still email, is aa-show at outlook.com. Again, the email is aa-show at outlook.com. Uh, next week, I'll be in Hawaii. The Hawaii trip is finally here. But uh, I won't be recording because I'll be traveling Tuesday and will be busy Wednesday. So I'll record something probably with Mark G over the weekend on the WrestleMania wrestling episode finally happening. Finally. Uh, So we'll aim for that. If not, I'll have something over the weekend and then we'll post that on Wednesday. And then a Hawaii review will come the week after. Um, I will be back the Wednesday the 19th back to Seattle. Uh, some updates there so i'll be taking the show on the road uh not next week but the week after there'll be the hawaii edition honolulu and maui i got the maui for one day too so i gotta i gotta find the snorkeling and surfing and golfing places i gotta look at oh my god i didn't get to my golf talk a little bit um you know what maybe i'll get to that later golf season's coming so anyways please subscribe leave a review Send a shout-out, Facebook or whatever. I always appreciate the feedback. Thank you for the, listening a lot on the Bushan episode, too. People loved it. Uh, we'll have another, another probably the get-together session with other folks, not just Bushan. I'm trying to get more guests on this show. So, uh, yes, thank you for listening. And then uh, have a great week. And we'll see you next week.